Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. You can find more of them like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search the KYMN Radio Podcast. The One revolutionizes radio with a playlist that lasts for days, not minutes. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap on this Saturday morning, 10 o'clock and 43 with overcast skies this morning. Jimmy, we with you. A really big shoe again today. We've got uh, Administrator Joel Olson will be joining us very, very shortly along with Adam Danielson with the uh, boys golf team. And uh, Tyler Baylor with the boys track team joins us this morning as well. And uh, we'll have a recap of Aiden Hales and Tanner Wood with A.J. Reister in a full Raiders scoreboard recap. All that coming up on the program today. Mostly cloudy, a high of uh, 52 today. Uh, Northwest winds about 10 to 15. Tonight, low around 40. Then for tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high near 60. And then for Sunday night, a slight chance of some showers, then a chance of rain, and then mostly cloudy with a, a low around 40. And for Monday, it looks like a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy with a high of only 49. And then maybe a chance of some snow Monday night. That is correct. Temperatures dropping down around 31 on Monday night and then jumping back to 44 and breezy on Tuesday. It's a cloudy, cloudy morning here in Northfield and it's 43, but Hey, we got to make the most of what we got, and we got to make hay when the sun is shining. And speaking of sunshine, here he is again, Joel Olson. Good morning, Joel. Good morning. <laughs> what uh, What are you doing on a cloudy Saturday day? Well, um, I think last fall when we were talking one of these days, I was going to go rake leaves, and now I think I'm going to be forced to rake up mulch. Okay. So, or rake up the uh, the thatch in the yard. Uh-huh. Okay, well, to, you know. So that's the exciting news for today. Exciting news for today, indeed. Um, <laughs> we had I, I, we had some games scheduled for today. I think there was like some yep. some uh, softball games, some baseball games. Yep. Is I think the softball got rescheduled or something. Was it just weather wise, or what was that? Yeah. So uh, uh, we're supposed to play today, and uh, the with the rain over the last couple of days, the field gets pre-saturated, and it doesn't necessarily drain well. So the grounds guys last night were talking um, that they couldn't get out there to work it because they'd sink, and we didn't want to ruin the field, you know, just by, you know, getting that equipment out there. So we made that tough call um, to postpone that um, and uh, let that field dry out a little bit as we uh, get in it because I think we got three or four games next week. So 
Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to try to find a date to reschedule that game. That's an important game for the conference with uh, Mankato West. And I think the boys, didn't the baseball team head down to Mankato this morning? They did. They're, uh, they're playing a ten, They're actually playing right now uh, at uh, Mankato West. Uh, and uh, they had a good start to the season. Both of the teams did with uh, – I think the boys won 10 to 3 over Oatana and the girls won 10 0 over uh, Oatana on Thursday. So, good start. Yeah, good starts. And uh, we've got a couple of uh, all stars with, uh, I know, Malika for the baseball teams going to D1. Yeah. Um, he'll be heading down to Alabama, I believe it is. And then uh, uh, going over there to Winona, the D2 school. Um, is that Cole, uh, Cole Stangina, Stangina, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So a uh, couple of good prospects on, on the team. So it should be kind of fun to, to watch those guys go. Um, did they did they have a season last year? I can't remember. I swear. It's this... No, this is, the, this is the first time since 2019 that any of our spring sports have been able to play. Yeah. I mean, this is... So it's, it's emotional. Um, for you... Last year, I mean, because now March, we know on March 17th, the, the Gov Gov put the kibosh on everything. And yep. even though he opened up, I can't even remember when he opened the golf course. It was May or something or something like that. So yeah. um, yep. so none of the spring sports last year. Tennis. Zero. None of it. None of it. Zero. Right. So now they kind of bring back, you know, they're bringing the sports back, which is good. I know. I think you guys are kind of in a hybrid situation at school, too, right? You're a couple of days Actually, on, a couple of days off. Every every student who uh, is wanting to be in school is in school. So we got a every day, all day. So, so. Um, and it's is it Monday through Friday, or are they just doing four yep. days? Yep. Oh, they, okay. Friday. So you guys are back mm-hmm. in. We're back. And and how when did that all start? Uh, two weeks ago. Okay. So how's, yeah. how's that going? Good. It was a little, little uh, I think, uh, a little unnerving for. For some of us uh, to see all those people in the hallways when you're used <laughs> to seeing half of that number and the lunchrooms, you know, filled up with kids, but the energy is good. The kids are, you know, doing what they need to do with masks and, uh, and the teachers are glad. And we're all glad to have them back because it, it feels a little more normal and um, just the energy in the building. It's really, really tough to, to be in education without the kids. <laughs> right. Um, can you elect to not come to school? There is a portage option, which we call our, our uh, online learning, and there's a, a good percentage of kids that are doing that. I don't know the exact number, uh, if it's district-wide or not. I know 300 was somewhere in the number that I've heard, and I, don't, I think that might be either, either is district-wide or high school only. So, um, yeah, so there are students that can do the online school, and they've been doing that either all year or they could choose that when we came back. So. Okay, so anything from a activities director's standpoint? I mean, I'm sure you're involved in again a multiple of, of conversations, not only uh, externally with the sports and, and activities like that, but I'm sure there's a lot of um, you know internal things that you're you're dealing with, plus the Minnesota State High School League and maybe yeah. even the Big Nine Conference. And so, what 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 all entangles the activities director's time <laughs> during now that we are trying to relaunch our our spring sports schedule? Right. We, uh, so it's been, it's been kind of the same, um, processes and procedures that we've been doing all year. So, um, through the individual sports, we, uh, have protocols and and guidance from, you know, MDH and MDE and the high school league about, you know, what does it look like when you practice or have competitions? And so 
working with the coaches on uh, what those requirements are so the kids can be safe. And, and uh, so we do that. And then, um, and then it's going out and, uh, you know, visiting at practices and see how things are going. And then when you actually get to the competition, there's another kind of layer of, of guidance for fans and, you know, how far to sit apart and um, stay away from the competitive areas like the dugouts and things like that. And then, um, and then when we're in the stadium, we'll have lacrosse and, and having the fans sit up in the, in the bleachers up there, that number of people that can come and watch has expanded. So actually the big nine this year voted to uh, not do ticket selling for lacrosse. So basically you can come watch a lacrosse game for free and, and pretty much, um, I think anybody that wants to come could come and watch. So, um, so that starts next week too. Both boys and girls got games next week, and uh, golf kicks off next week. And so each one of those sports has a unique uh, re- requirements and protocols that um, you got to kind of be a master of all, on, or a master, or what do you call that? A <laughs> uh, master of none, but you got to know some of it. Each <laughs> yeah. one. So yeah, that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking one. about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. So uh, track and field also, I think, uh, gets started next yeah, week, is yeah, it? Yeah, they, they go to Mankato East on Tuesday. And then uh, we actually, I think for the first time, uh, at least in my tenure, that uh, we're going we're, we're gonna to host two conference meets, one boys, one girls, uh, end of April and beginning of May. That's a unique challenge in itself because we don't have the track at the stadium. So it's, it's, there's no bleachers or seating. So um, we're going to have to figure out how to manage the people that are walking around that area and keep them away from, you know, athletes and, and it'll be four teams. So each team's going to have to have their own kind of space and area to, to camp out at until they compete. And there's a lot to do with track. And that's the one that I don't know enough about to, uh, to uh, really have a handle on. So I'm really leaning on the coaches, Carl Wieseman and Tyler Baylow to, to kind of help me with management of that when we have those conference meets. Normally, would people literally just walk and stand on the edge of the track and just sit there and whatever? And just... Yeah, yeah, yep. And then, you know, pull up a camping chair or something. And, um, you know, the one of the requirements is 12 feet from the competitors. And if they're standing up by the fence, um, they won't necessarily be 12 feet, you know, when the kids are running by. And so we're, we're just going to have to do a lot of, like, roping off of areas, I think, and uh, having, you know, some of our – parent volunteers or staff, you know, help with managing the spectators. And um, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. You might have to go uh, over here to the uh, Northfield PD and get some of that yellow caution tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to, to not enter, you know, or the fire department. I'm sure they got some some leftover um, yeah. yellow tape they can put out there for you. Okay, guys, we're we're asking for a community donation here to help your high school out. Um, exactly. We need a little help over at the track field. Um, so, but outside of that, I mean, it's a, I'm sure there's been a lot of discussion and different things like that, bringing the kids back to school. So um, it's got to be ex- an exciting time. Um, but it must be kind of a stressful uh, situation it, for yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, both both exciting and stressful, and and uh, the you know the virus doesn't stop, and so we are you know daily our nurses and um, staff that are tracking those things are constantly monitoring you know kids come with symptoms and things like that. So quarantining is still coming into play, and and kids that maybe in an athletic event or sport um, are potentially having to miss you know, a week or two uh, because of that. So um, so that stress is always, I think, going to be there this spring for, for those things that, you know, not only 
not only in a normal year we're worried about weather and postponing things. Now we have you know this this quarantining and things like that that really affect you know the kids and the coaches and teams. So um, so you got to be you know I, I sent an email out to our parents and I just said we all got to be patient and kind and and give grace and and know that uh, we're doing our best and and we want to keep people safe and get through this and so so just uh, let's all do what we need to do to to keep these events going and kids in school. Right. Well, I mean, it's again just to have the kids back in the the school full time and the buzz around that and their excitement is is got to be um, you know um, inspirational and, and fun and exciting yeah. and and whatnot. So yeah, it's good to see it's good to see them. It's it's tough to not see their smiling faces with the masks on, but right. but we know that uh, we know that I think for the most part that they're they're glad to be back and and being around their friends and have some sort of regular routine again. Yeah. I bet you there's a lot of moms and pops out there that are pretty happy those kids are back in school yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that really leaned on that, you know, homeschooling and stuff like that. Really, you know, took that and and really ran with it. But um, there are other situations where you know you got multiple children and you got you know you try to work a full time job and you know you're shuffling it with mom and dad and the kids and who's taking care of who and who's doing what and who's going there and and uh, I got I got to believe that there's some relief uh, there as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stress that uh, hopefully that we our our small part in this world will help out with some of that. Well, and isn't that the truth, right? You you you're so used to the just the normal, you know, run of the day things, right? Like school. Well, yep. we we got the high school over there. We got the junior high over here. We got the elementary over here, and we just shuffle our kids off to school, and away we go, and uh, life yep. goes on. And well, then all of a sudden, that's snatched away from you, and yep. now your life turns upside down, and everything. So, um, really, you know, just the, the, the simplistic fact that you know all these teachers and stuff like that—that that, you know, this is the training. You know, they, they went to school to be teachers and educators and things like that, and and there's a lot more to it. Because yep. there's, it's more than just that. It's it, there is that that you know that's a huge stress factor and a relief for a lot of people to be able to have their kids in an establishment in a high school or in a junior high or in an elementary where they know they've got trained people and 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 you know trained educators that yep. are, are guiding their children. Yeah, it's it's the uh, you know I I my my. My philosophy is that uh, you know we want we want your kids to be around you know loving and caring adults whether that's coaches or teachers and that we're going to be there for them and support them and and to have that I think peace of mind from a parent standpoint and I'm a parent to know that my child is is in a place that she's you know getting an education and, and being around people that care about her you know it makes makes my heart feel good and, and relief that uh, that I don't have to worry about it when they're at school so all right. Joel and is our guest, activities director for the North Hill Raiders. Joel, remember to wear gloves so you don't get any blisters today, okay? I will. <laughs> All right. That's activities director Joel So Thanks for joining us here this morning on Raider Wrap. We've got, we've got a whole bunch of fun stuff coming up. We've got Adam Danielson coming up along with Tyler Boylan, Um All that's coming up and more right here on KYMN. Please, please stick around. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. 
All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. Richie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 2021 F-150. You will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. Community Resource Bank is an integral part of the thriving business and residential communities of Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Community Resource Bank strives to continually advance the trusted security you have banking with them, and great things are happening. Starting February 15th, Community Resource Bank will have a new website, crb.bank, and a new logo. Locally owned and operated, Community Resource Bank is truly a community bank. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap on a Saturday morning. Uh, nothing has changed much. 43 degrees is your current temperature with overcast skies. And uh, it's going to remain that way pretty much the next couple of days. And a uh, chance of some light showers tomorrow and tomorrow night. And maybe even a slight chance of some snow. That's correct. S-N-O-W. Another four-letter word that I shouldn't be saying. But, hey, hey, it is only April 10th, believe it or not. So anything is possible. So uh, maybe a chance. Slight chance. Monday night. Nothing, nothing major. So... Uh, 17 after 10 o'clock, cloudy and 43 degrees. And welcome now to the program, Adam Danielson, the head coach for the boys' golf team. Adam, how you doing? Real good. How are you? Uh, doing all right. Um, cloudy skies, sunny skies, does it really matter? Golf is back. Golf is back. Yeah, I've actually been real lucky. Uh, when we started this thing a couple weeks ago, and we haven't had any practices indoors, which um, you know, that's always a bonus. So we've been out playing and yeah, we've been really grateful for that. So last year, the entire schedule got, uh, bumped, uh, the, the, yeah. uh, the, the whole season pretty much got nuked. Um, what's, uh, when you're out practicing and things like that, are you doing conditioning and different things like that? Or are they just literally going out, teeing it up and just, just getting after what do you as a coach have to do to help educate and, and, and train these, these a- athletes? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was miss. Well, two things really is uh, kind of a group of kids that I didn't know that, you know, would have been just younger kids last year. Um, I've been kind of trying to get to know some of those younger guys. Um, and then also just getting out playing in more of a competitive type situation. Um, 
luckily golf courses were open last year. A lot of kids played a lot of golf last year, but not a lot of them played in competitive situations where there was a little more pressure on there. So we've been trying to kind of put them in kind of some pressure situations um, by qualifying and just having them play with different people and things like that. So they're ready for meets coming up. So when they are in the meets, what has changed? Do you know what's changed? Like when you're in the meets, if they're, you know, do they go off in twosomes, foursomes? How does that all go? How does that, how has things changed that way? Do you know? You know, um, once they get on the golf course, not a whole lot has changed. Um, you know, with golf's naturally socially distanced. Um, so once they start playing, you know, things are pretty much as usual, except for at the end, we don't handshake and things like that. We just kind of, you know, they just kind of, uh, nod tip of the cap and then, um, go to scoring. Um, just, you know, when we, they get to the golf course and things like that, they're, they're masked and when we're there, we're ever in a group, we're masked. But, um, once they tee it up and they go out and play, the high school league allows them, they don't need to be masked. And, um, yeah, it's pretty normal once they're on the course. So then, what about afterwards, stuff like that? Is it just literally everyone just walks off the course? You just, and you just move on? I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Um, luckily, with technology and things like that, we're going to be doing a lot of scoring online. Um, so when the group gets done, they'll make sure within their group that they, um, you know, the scores add up and everything is right on that. Um, but then teams will just leave. Um, you know, there won't be like uh, if there's awards afterwards or things like that at some tournaments. There's not going to be that. You'll just kind of head to your bus and then, you know, we'll tabulate the scores. If you're the host, team, you'll tabulate it up and send it out to the coaches. Um, and then there's going to be an app that we're going to use so you can kind of track the live scoring. So, um, yeah, that'll be the big difference is just you won't kind of gather and, you know, kind of hang out and see the scores as they're posted, you know, in the scoring area. Um, people just head home back to, you know, once, once their group is done. Did you, how many people are allowed to compete? I mean, I would think that, you know, last year was one of the first things that they did allow was golf, right? So mm -hmm. um, did you get a, a, a bigger turnout this year or are you only allowed to have so many people on your roster? Yeah, well, we have, uh, I think it's up a little bit this year because a lot of kids did take up golf. Um, we have almost 30 guys out for the team, which is a good amount. So, yeah, a lot of guys took up golf in the last year, which is awesome. Um, but, um, once we're, we're at a meet, you can't have more than the high school. He says there can't be more than 72 golfers at a meet, which is a lot. Um, and we've got to make sure that when they warm up beforehand, the teams are kind of potted away from each other. So you're separated. Um, so, but typically in our matches, we have, you know, like on Monday, we'll have a dual match. So it'll be a JV and a varsity. So 12, um, players from Northfield, 12 for, um, Winona. Um, and then there's some other bigger events, but it can't be more than 72 at an event. So what about uh, the gallery? You got anybody on the 18th green that's allowed to jo join you out there or none of that going on? Yep. Uh, parents and spectators are still allowed. Um, they're supposed to stay, no matter what, they're supposed to stay 25 yards away from um, a player. Um, that's just a rule that's always been there. Um, and then if they're out watching, it's recommended that um, that they're near anybody, they should be masked and things like that. So um, yeah, spectators are still allowed. So that'll be great. So parents can come out and watch their child play and then the kids they just uh they just carry their own bags and stuff like that right yep yep so uh, not any worries with carts and different stuff like that and being too close so it's uh no yeah there should yeah, be that's really great thing about golf there's there's a few things to look at a few protocols to uh adhere to but you know for the most part we are able to 
distance and not have any issues with that. What do you do during a uh, contest? You walk up and down the, the golf course and coach, or how do you? What what is your role during the during the match? Um, yeah, that I uh, good question. Yeah, I try to I do a few different things. Sometimes, you know, I follow an individual um, for a few holes and maybe needs a little help. We can give advice to kids, except for when they're on the green. Um, so I'll kind of bounce around to a few different groups. I'll kind of check in with kids. You know, if they're struggling or need someone to talk to, sometimes I'll you know, walk with the group for a little bit um, just to try to help out the kid during those situations. So do you work on form? Do you work on strength? Do you work on all of it? I mean, I mean, especially during the match, I mean, you, I mean, you say, Hey, you're in, you're coming inside out or you're, <laughs> you know, or you're over swinging. Yeah, no, or... We don't, uh, we don't talk a lot of swing. It's more course management stuff, uh, more of the mental type approach to the game. Um, usually sometimes just guys need to, you know, if they're getting too nervous, just talk about something else just to get their minds off of it so they're not, you know, nervous as they're playing. But, yeah, we don't talk a lot about, like, technique and fundamentals and skills, things like that. It's more just kind of having a game plan on how to approach a hole or how to, um, you know, handle different situations. So then during the week when you're not competing, you do spend a little bit more time on that? Yeah, yeah, we try to. Yeah, we try to spend a little bit on that. We try to, if I know a course coming up and I might know that, you know, maybe the greens are smaller and we got to work on certain things. Or maybe, you know, our puttings, we're struggling with putting, so we might spend a little more time putting. Right now, we've been spending a lot of time on chipping and putting um, just because that's so important right now, and especially early in the year, just trying to get those skills back after having a winter off. What do we get for up-and-comers? I mean, you haven't had a contest. You haven't had a match yet, I think, because next week no. as you start. Is it next week or the 19th or yeah, something? Monday. Monday's okay. our first match. Okay, so... You haven't had anything going on, but what what do you see? Where, where, what, can you see the hopefuls out there? You can see some of the people returning? Yeah, yeah. We kind of, uh, you know, we have two guys that have a lot of experience. Um, our two captains this year, we have a senior named Hawken Rustad, who um, he's been a varsity guy since he was a ninth grader, um, and he's a very talented golfer. He's going to go play golf at Luther College next year. And then we have a junior named Nate Stevens, who has been a varsity guy since seventh grade. Wow. Um, he's a very talented golfer. He's uh, committed to Notre Dame um, on a golf scholarship. Wow! So he's uh, one of the you know better players in the area, one of the better players in the state. Um, just a real fun kid to watch play. And after that, we got a lot of really talented guys too that are young, but just kind of are getting that experience. Um, we get Ike Bessie, Jack Went, a senior Marshall Nielsen, um, Jeb Sawyer, um, Grant Sam Boardman. Um, just are some very talented guys that you know haven't been in that competitive situation, but we're excited to see what they'll be like on Monday, along with a few other guys that are getting their kind of first crack at some JV spots. It'll be interesting to watch. So, Big Nine Conference, um, you guys all compete in the Big Nine, or is it just kind of a round robin, or are they going to restructure that a little bit this year because of the, the COVID restrictions and stuff like that? Or We have uh, two kind of conference championships where every they bring all the schools together, and then we get to compete against every school also, either in a dual match, a tri-match, or a quad. Um, so we just see all the teams four different times throughout the year. So, yeah, it should be competitive, and we should be – hopefully we can, uh, you know, hang in there at the top at the end of the year. And then uh, the, 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 there will be – well, the, the plan is to have a state competition, correct? Correct, yep. And then that's – is that go into June? That goes into June, yes. Okay. So – um, just an overall look into your crystal ball there, Adam. Where do you see Northfield Raiders at? Yeah, our section's really competitive. Um, 
we have the Lakeville schools, Farmington are very talented teams. Um, hopefully we can be there. Then we have some individuals like the two guys I talked about, Hawk and Rusted and Nate Stevens are definitely guys that um, individually should be able to compete for a spot in the state tournament. And that's their goals that they have. Awesome. Adam Danielson, head coach for the boys golf team. Good luck to you guys this year, continued uh, health and success. And then uh, of course, good luck on, on Monday. Awesome. Thank you very much. All Adam Danielson joining us this morning on the Raider Wrap. It's coming up on 28 minutes after 10 o'clock and 43 and cloudy skies. Stick around. We got Tyler Balo, boys track coach. He's going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. All that is right here on 95.1, the one KYMN. Now at Menard, save big money in your next project with 11% off everything. Lithonia has a wide variety of utility lights to choose from for your garage, basement, or workshop. They have integrated LED lights that will last for years. All Lithonia utility lights are 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through April 10th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Construction. Just want to give you an update on our Pete's Hill neighborhood, located right in Elko, right between Northfield and the Twin Cities. It is actually the highest point in Scott County. Amazing views up there. I wanted to let you know that we have broke ground now on our single family and also on our twin homes, association maintained homes, but it's not too late to come up there and cherry pick your favorite lot. We're just getting going. Now is a great time to get up there. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom built homes meet your budget and your this dreams. Is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 2021 F-150. You will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. Welcome back to a Raider Rav. Jimmy LaRue on a Saturday morning, the 10th day of April. Cloudy skies, 43, it's 1030. On an overcast sky going to about 55 later today. Let's bring in and welcome in our head boys track coach. It's Tyler Balow. Tyler, good morning, sir. How are you? Doing well. Nice to hear from you, Jimmy. Yes, it's nice to, well, it's nice to hear from you. It's uh, been, my goodness, a year 
over a year. It's been uh, exactly. It's been a long haul. What's going on with the track team? How's it going? Are they? Uh, um, I know that you guys. I think you kick off your competition next week. Um, what have you, have you been doing? Indoor, outdoor? What you been doing for getting kids back into shape? Yeah, like you said, it's it has been a while. Uh, Three hundred and eighty days between our um, last practice of the year in uh, twenty twenty and now in twenty twenty one. So we were celebrating. Uh, Two weeks ago when we got we got started again um but yeah the the track team we've been we've been really getting to know each other that's been one of our biggest goals um without having a season last year you kind of have uh underclassmen those ninth and tenth graders who really aren't familiar with a lot of their junior and senior teammates um track's a unique sport as you know where you don't you don't have that connection maybe from other sports where you're playing as a freshman with those senior leaders so that that's been one of our main goals is just getting kind of relationships built up between um, athletes on the team. But we've been enjoying the weather. It's been pretty good. We've been lucky this week with out having a lot of rain um, during the practice hour. That that seems to have missed us each day. Um, and so we've been been yeah getting into shape. We've been um, refamiliarizing ourselves with a lot of drills and just getting to know each other. So did you? Do you need to? You, well, yeah, a little bit of rain missed you and stuff like that. So you were able to get outside. Did you? Was there any 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 chance or any time that? Do you have your facility set up so that you can you can be indoors and do maybe high jump and some you know hurdle practice and stuff like that, or um, is that pretty much held for for outdoor? Yeah, for the most part, we're able to do some of those field events and hurdles outdoors. It becomes a little tricky to to do that inside. Um, and we always worry about getting kids um, injuries, you know, overuse injuries, shin splints, and and things like that, tendonitis when we go inside. So we try to limit that as much as possible. Um, but we are fortunate to have some facility use in um, the high school with uh, the wrestling room. That's got a good surface that we can um, train on for our sprinters. But distance and throwers, those guys are almost outside every day going through the elements um, and just making making practice work. So that's why they make sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to keep them warm. So do you worry more about injuries now? I mean, the kids have probably been playing some other sports. Maybe they've, you know, maybe they've played some football or maybe they played some basketball or maybe they've wrestled or, you know, been on the swim team or, or something like that. Um, do we worry about injuries because it's been such a long layoff? Yeah, I think that's been probably the biggest change we've seen um, as a coaching staff in our training this year. We knew coming in that there are there are a fair amount of athletes um, out for track who don't do a winter sport or don't do a fall sport. So we're just we're just trying to be extra cautious and prevent those overuse injuries. Um, but yeah, usually usually what we see is students or athletes who have uh, kind of trained a little bit in the off season. They do they do themselves a huge favor. Um, coming in a little more um, with a little more endurance or durability. Um, but yeah, we, we try to differentiate and, uh, you know, not make everybody's workout the same um, from one day to the next, depending on your ability coming into the season. Um, and that's always, a, I think, something that we stress in track is staying healthy. If we're trying to run as fast as we can or throw something as far as we can, um, we got to be in tip top shape and, and at 100%. So 100% healthy and 90% in shape is kind of the, the motto we have as a coaching staff, um, not trying to overtrain anybody. And 
How many people came out this year? Did you see some people that maybe opted out this year? Yeah, yeah. I think our numbers have dipped a little bit, and I'm not sure. I haven't been able to talk to um, other coaches in the conference yet about this, but we have seen our numbers dip from about 70 last year at the start of the season before we were canceled to about mid-50s. Um, and I think there's, there's a few factors there. I think a lot of, a lot of students have just COVID fatigue. Um, some seniors also maybe didn't join, join the team knowing that the season is going to go a little bit later this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, people who were looking for a summer job might, might've had some conflicts with that too. So, um, we still got a good number out and we're very excited with who we have. Um, I think we got a really solid roster of a, a lot of really good young men and, um, uh, we're we're excited. We're excited. Any any standouts, or is there you know, like a medley team or anything like that that you are really excited about seeing going off the gun? Yeah, yeah. I think right now we definitely know we have some strong individuals um, who have a good chance to to perform well in the conference and in the section. And um, a couple that are just sticking out right now. I think Martin Bryce has to be one of our. Um, not favorite athletes, but uh, one of the favorites to be a top distance runner in the conference this year. He'll be uh, coming off a season where he went to state in Nordic skiing and in cross-country running. And uh, he'll be uh, primarily running probably in the 4 by 800 meter, the mile, and the 2 mile. And uh, we're really looking forward to see what he can do his senior year here. Um, A couple other guys that are coming to mind would be Josh Charlton. He's uh, been a jumper since his freshman year in the long jump and he's one of, he should be one of the returning favorites in the conference too um, for that and then Will Tadona last but not least as a mid mid distance sprinter um, he'll have a hopefully have a good season in the 400 and the 200 and he'll really fill in some relays for us as well awesome well it sounds like you got a well-rounded team and uh, you know of course all those guys um you know, missed last year, but uh, hopefully they're all excited. And what, what's the vibe? What's the vibe in the locker room, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's been a lot of excitement, just um, excitement and energy to be back um, competing. And a lot of learning is going on, that's for sure. We've got a lot of people back and returning, but uh, even for them, without it being a year, uh, you know, a year off, just getting the rhythm of some of the drills and some of the technique that, that you haven't practiced in a while. It takes, it takes a little bit. Um, so there's a lot of learning and coaching going on, but the guys have been really receptive and letting us coach them up. And then new athletes, they're, they're excited. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming, you know, coming into a season and um, practicing a brand new sport or, um, you know, picking up a new event that you didn't do in middle school. But again, lots of learning, lots of uh, um, athletes who are looking to improve themselves. So, we can't ask for much more than that. Do you have a varsity and a junior varsity, or how does that how does that shake down, or does everyone just compete? Yeah, that's a really good question. It's a little different than than most sports. We got that clear cut of a varsity kind of lineup, or a, a JV lineup, or a team. Um, we really compete at all of the same meets. Um, varsity and JV athletes do, except for the big meets of the year, conference and section. Um, and usually, in individual events, we have two two varsity athletes that are designated for the day. And then everybody else technically runs JV. Um, with relays, we're allowed one 
varsity relay team, and we have one or two JV relays. Um, but those are really, really fluid throughout the season, whether it's uh, an injury or somebody has a really good performance. We always say the stopwatch doesn't lie um, or the measuring tape doesn't lie. And so um, those are very fluid, um, kind of those roster setups um, throughout the year, which I love. I love that competition. Nice. So. Well, we were talking to Joel Olson earlier, and he said that one of the biggest difficulties for him as an administrator and, and things and activities director is is the track. <laughs> is is track um people staying 12 feet away from each other um you know uh, fans not collectively gathering around the track and um keeping those teams now separate and apart from each other and different things like that and then masking up and, and making sure that they're equally you know socially distanced um have you found i mean from your standpoint your your first match will be tuesday night or tuesday right yeah. So this will be your first time to experience probably this. Is there anything that you guys are preparing for um, that you normally you know, haven't had to worry about in the past? Yeah, I, I think there, def- there definitely has been. And a lot of that we've experienced in practice already with trying to just, you know, reinforce that social distancing, having uh, assigned, we have to have even assigned warm-up lines just so in case there's contact tracing that's needed, if we do have somebody with COVID on the team um, that we can make sure we know who is nearby them. Um, I expect there to be a lot less interaction at team camp, usually in track and field. Um, You know, when others are doing their events and you're kind of waiting to warm up, you get to kind of bond with your your teammates. And and I think this year we're going to be encouraging as coaches, get out there and watch those events. And also um, not just to support your, your teammates, but to, to stay socially distanced mm-hmm. um, at the same time. Um, and there's been a lot of protocol changes that uh, the high school league and our conference is going to be implementing in these first meets. And it's going to look, it's definitely going to look different. Assigned warm up areas, assigned team camp areas, um, I believe possibly going to every other lane. Um, so, you know, you have a little more social distance between who you're running with. Um, so it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see on Tuesday in Mankato. Um, East usually runs really well um, organized meets, and so I think that'll give us a, a good chance to kind of see what what things will look like and and learn going into it um, for the future this year. Well, sounds like exciting for all the kids, and uh, sounds like you're kind of happy to get back out there yourself. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, love the sport, love the kids, and uh, it's just a great time of year when the weather's getting nice to get out onto the track. Of course, there's always those days where it's a little blustery, but we over, we'll overlook those. Right. So, got to be grateful. Yeah. We, we we didn't have anything last year, so we got to be happy. Got to be grateful there. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Tyler Baylow, head coach of the boys' track team. Good luck, guys. Good luck on Tuesday. Thanks, Jimmy. All righty. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we've got AJ Reister coming up in a little bit. He's going to talk a little bit of a uh, some more. He's going to talk a little more. Trap shooting. Had a little trap shooting last week. He's going to talk a little bit more trap shooting coming up here in just a couple of minutes right here on KYMN. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in. Drop off. Or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. 
All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Northfield. Open Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Community Resource Bank is getting a makeover. Security is very important. So with the launch of their new website, there will be a new website address at crb.bank. A verified bank domain means a more secure online banking solution and trusted communication. Look for their new website and logo starting on February 15th. Great things are happening at Community Resource Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Now at Menard, save big money in your next project with 11% off everything. Lithonia has a wide variety of utility lights to choose from for your garage, basement, or workshop. They have integrated LED lights that will last for years. All Lithonia utility lights are 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through April 10th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Construction. Just want to give you an update on our Pete's Hill neighborhood, located right in Elko, right between Northfield and the Twin Cities. It is actually the highest point in Scott County. Amazing views up there. I wanted to let you know that we have broke ground now on our single family and also on our twin homes, association maintained homes. But it's not too late to come up there and cherry pick your favorite lot. We're just getting going. Now is a great time to get up there. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap on this Saturday, April 10th. Uh, good morning. It's coming up on 1045, and we've got overcast skies, 43 current temperature going up to approximately 52 today, so not a lot of variation today, mostly cloudy, with a high again around 52. For tonight, it looks like cloudy skies, a low around 40, and then for tomorrow, mostly cloudy again, temperature getting up to about 57 for tomorrow night, looks like a slight chance of some showers and then a chance of rain after 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, mostly cloudy. It's going to cool off a little bit in the next couple of days. It's going to cool off to around 40. And then for Monday, a uh, slight chance of rain, 40% chance. Uh, mostly cloudy, a high of around 49. And then for Monday night, it looks like it's going to cool off around 31 with a chance of a lot of light rain and or snow mix. And for Tuesday, warming up to about 44. Tuesday night is a low of around 33. And then Wednesday, coming back a little bit. Mostly cloudy, still overcast skies and 53. We'll see hopefully some sunshine by Thursday. It's overcast and 43 now in the Northfield area. So let's get caught up with uh, A.J. Reister. A.J., take it away. What's going on in the trap shooting industry? Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to Raider Rap. I am A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with Trap Shooting All-Stars, Aiden Hales and Tanner Wood. How are you two doing today? Pretty good. Doing all right. That's good. That's good. It's getting a little bit warmer outside, so uh, life is getting better. <laughs> school has been going back and forth all year between hybrid, distance learning, and now we're all in person. How has school been going for you so far this year? It's been going pretty well. It's pretty easy since... <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing hybrid. It's basically just two days of school, and then you do the rest at home. Yeah. Very nice. How are you, Aiden? How are you doing? Um, you know, school's been pretty good. Um, I have no complaints. You know, I kind of liked the um the two days a week because I had time to do other stuff. But I think I'll get better grades at the all week type deal. There you go. And what kind of classes are you guys taking this year? I'm taking chemistry. Yeah, we're in the same class. It's, it's awesome. 
let me think. Calculus <laughs> with Mr. Staub. There you go. And a PSEO English, which is pretty cool for Inver Hills Community College. And the rest I can't think of right now. So <laughs> I'll pass it off to you, Aiden. We've been at we've been out of school <laughs> since Tuesday and you can't remember what your classes are. That's kind of scary. <laughs> I take uh FFA over uh, at the Randolph School District in the morning. And then uh, I have chemistry and history and basically all the core classes, including algebra, I guess, and then English and algebra, of course, and then I have a study hall. There you go. And then what's that FFA class? That's uh, agriculture. We learn about the, you know, systems of agriculture. And honestly, it's just, it's kind of hard to explain. You got to be there. Yeah, it's agriculture. It's an ag class. You guys won't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then are you guys in any other sports? We just finished our swim season together. And obviously you guys are on the trap team, but are you guys in anything else? Lacrosse for me. What are you eating? I have a job. (laughs) Yeah, where do you work? <laughs> where I work, I work at Apple Autos down the street. <laughs> what about you? What do you do? What do you do outside of school and sports? Um, I work for M and M Junk Truck. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that? <laughs> it's like a moving business. Like we'll go to old homes when they pass away and take the stuff, and then we'll usually scavenge like uh, copper and brass. Get money from that. Take apart like microwaves. Microwaves, yeah. <laughs> get to throw a lot of stuff, which is fun. <laughs> you guys didn't have a season at all last year. What have you guys been doing to prepare for the upcoming season? Um, I like to go out and use the shotgun shells that they gave us, and just kind of. I like to shoot trees and things. Shoot bottles. I like to shoot bottles. Yeah. Yep, that's fun. Um, you know, one time we <laughs> threw a can in the air, or we threw a, a like a clay pigeon is what we shoot at and trap and. We tried to shoot him with one hand. <laughs> yeah, how'd that 20 go? 20 minutes and several box of shells. There you go. And it never happened. Oh. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> uh, what are some goals you guys are looking to accomplish this season? Probably improving my average from last year, which was like a 23.6. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. So. <laughs> what are you waiting uh, my goal is to actually letter in the sport this year. Woohoo! You know, maybe pretty sick, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, get a better average than Tanner. Cause be pretty what, what is your average need to be to letter? Is it like 19? Yeah, it's 19. 19. It's actually 19. I got, my average is like 18.8, so. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> what are my chances of lettering this year in my first year? None. Question! <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> which underclassmen are you most excited to watch this season? Underclassmen? Uh, underclassmen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peyton. Oh, yeah. Peyton's going to be <laughs> or, or Josh Craby. There you go. I want to see Peyton. Josh Craby and Peyton kind of square off and see what that's up. I feel like Peyton's going to do really good this year. I think he is, honestly. I think, mm-hmm. you know, look, I think Josh can do pretty good this year, too, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, that'd be really fun to watch. The weather is constantly changing in the spring in Minnesota. Oh, that's Minnesota. Yeah, it is. Uh, how much does the weather affect uh, the trap shooting season? Um, I remember, I think, my first year, we had, like, a snow blizzard when our first time we went shooting. Remember that? That was cool, but that was the only time that's ever happened. Usually, um, it's just really windy out, and that affects your shooting. 
back when I used to have a buzz cut, I was shooting and it was really hot out. Oh, and yeah. I got a huge blister on the top of my head <laughs> because the sun completely destroyed it. They give us hats. And yeah. You know. I don't shoot with a hat, bro. Okay. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I remember one time, like, it was like the first time that we'd gone out there and the pigeons, they kind of like go up and down, like, on the own. It was kind of <laughs> weird. Kind of really hard to hit. Like, you had to be pretty professional for that. Yeah. yeah. Hit them every time. Yeah. Why isn't your average 25? Because <laughs> my gun malfunctioned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely what it was. Yeah, that's definitely what it was. Just, like, breaks down. <laughs> and then what does a typical trap shooting competition look like? Like, you show up, and then what do you guys do? We all, like, five line up. There's usually five of us, and we have five trap, I mean, stations around a trap house. And usually, so each station you shoot five clays, and that goes around to a total of 25, and we usually take a break then, and then we go back and do the same exact set for 50, and that's usually what a full day of trap looks like for an individual. Mm-hmm. And then you leave. <laughs> and you go get lunch. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're one of the lucky guys that actually gets to start at 12, or you're one of the newer guys that gets to start at, like, 5. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> No, the thing is, I gotta wait for my brother to finish up. So oh, yeah, I'm there all day. I was there at like three, and you were like, Yeah, I shot a 12. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> Just chill out. You can drive now, Tank. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave my brother. Yeah, might as well. well you can Your come back for him. Make bad <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then my last question for you guys are, is How are COVID 19 protocols going to affect competitions this season? It's affected. All the other sports this year, how's it going to affect trap shooting specifically? Well, I don't um, know. We're, you're pretty spaced out already. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Make we'll we'll, ju- we'll just wear masks, I'm pretty sure, because it doesn't really affect our shooting wearing a mask. I mean, yeah, when we're outside, you know, we're outside. And yeah. We're, we're usually pretty spaced out around, I think it's around six feet at least, or maybe five. Yeah, and a half around or there. Something. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, me personally, I don't think it'll affect it too much, except for probably having to wear the mask. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aiden and Tanner, for coming in today. I had a great time, and good luck to you guys this season. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. (laughs) Uh, We got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. You may have heard we now have Southern Minnesota's newest LASIK Center, a fixed laser site at our Faribault location with the latest technology available. But it isn't just technology that makes for a good LASIK experience. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have over 10,000 LASIK procedures under my belt, and that's when I stopped counting 10 years ago. Ritchie Eye Clinic. Check us out, RitchieEyeClinic.com. Short-handed, 349 into the second. 
Dumps off the far side to Clay. Clay cross course to Larson. Wide open underneath. Got it. Welcome back to Raider Rap on KYMN 95.1, The One. I am AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, and let's take a look back at the first week of spring high school sports. On Thursday, the Raider baseball team had their first game of the season and beat Owatonna 10-3. Gunnar Benson started on the mound for the Raiders and recorded 10 strikeouts over four and two-thirds of an inning. Blake Melgren led the team in hits with two, and Tate Jernell led the team in RBIs with three. The Raiders softball team also had their first game of the season on Thursday and beat Owatonna 10 to nothing. Bryn Hosteller started for the Raiders throwing four innings and striking out 12 batters. Peyton Fox had her first home run of the season and Michaela Girard went 4 for 4 with a double and 4 RBIs. Today, the boys' tennis team travels to Lakeville North to take on Lakeville North and Minneapolis Southwest at 9 a.m. The baseball team takes on Mankato West at Mankato West at 10 a.m. And the softball team takes on Mankato West in Northfield at 1 p.m. Looking ahead to next week, the boys and girls golf teams kick off their season with a duel against Winona, while the softball team takes on Eastview at the Northfield High School. On Tuesday, the boys and girls track and field teams kick off their season with a trip to Mankato East, while the boys' tennis team kicks off their season against Farmington, and the boys' baseball team takes on Rochester John Marshall. On Thursday, the girls lacrosse team will start their season with a game against New Prague at the Northfield High School, while the boys' tennis team has a match against Austin, and the girls' softball team will have a game against Chanhassen. And the boys' lacrosse team kicks off their season against Irondale at the Northfield High School Memorial Field. On Monday, junior Lily O'Donnell passed away due to injuries she sustained from a car accident on her way home from Chicago. Lily was a part of the high school dance team and was beloved by all who ever had the chance to meet her. She was best known for her enormous smile and infinite amount of energy. Our thoughts and prayers go out to her family and friends. Rest in peace, Lily O'Donnell. Thank you, AJ. Nice little tribute there, Lily. And uh, yes, our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to all the family and friends and and everyone affected. It's never an easy time. Uh, We're coming up on about three minutes in front of 11 o'clock. And uh, just want to remind everyone that the 1 o'clock girls softball game that was scheduled today for Northfield has been postponed, primarily because of the recent weather over the, uh, the past week. It's made it a little bit difficult out there. Uh, out in the uh, softball field. So they have decided to postpone that and reschedule that uh, game for a later time. So it looks like we've got uh, mostly cloudy skies and a high of around 52 tonight. And, or today, I should say. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low of around 40. And then north wind 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tomorrow, cloudy skies and a high near 57. And for Sunday night, looks like a chance of some showers and a low of around 40. Warming up to uh, only about 49 on Monday with a slight chance of some rain and or mixed with snow on Monday night. And Tuesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. That's a wrap. Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu. Take care. We'll see you next week on a Raider Wrap right here on 95.1, the 1 a.m. 1080 and streaming live on KYMNradio.net. You're listening to 95.1, the 1 KYMN. Have a great day. This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 
2021 F-150, you will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in. Drop off. Or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Northfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. The Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club is the premier shooting sports venue in Minnesota. Host your next small group or meeting. This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield.